You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Ricky is a fitness industry expert, having been helping people achieve their fitness goals since 2002. We talk everything fitness, business, and group exercise to help you on your fitness journey. Hello and welcome to the Ricky Long Podcast, the special 32 episodes coming between me and other group fitness professionals spread throughout the UK, Europe and the world. Had so, so much fun delivering these because I truly believe that every group fitness instructor, every group fitness professional has a journey and business that is unique to them but there are so many people that can be inspired and follow in their footsteps you know I love the quote walk you can walk the same path just walk it in your own shoes and throughout this series I hope that it it certainly brings value to you but maybe there's someone someone in your life that you can share these episodes with share the the thoughts and theories that we chat about and maybe be that bridge for someone to start something or maybe you've been a bridge for someone in the past and you can relate to stuff. Uh, But listen, just before we go into these episodes, just want to quickly let you know about other ways just to make sure I you and I are connected in the best possible way. So I do two things which you can get involved with. I do the Ricky Long daily emails. So if you like these podcasts, you can also wake up to some texts from me every single morning. I will send you an email at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. Literally, that content can range massively. It can be fitness content, mindset content, business content. It can actually just be what I ate for dinner the day before. (laughs) Um, so you can find the link for the Ricky Long daily emails in the show notes. Secondly, you also find a link for our open Facebook group, which is called Procrastinating with Ricky and Lindsay. So Lindsay and I run a Facebook group where we just invite anyone and everyone who the vested interest is you're just interested in being in a really, really positive Facebook group environment where you can either learn some stuff or just escape and just chat and connect with people. Uh, so we have daily posts in there, daily tasks, and it's, it is that just connect with other people. So it's called Procrastinating with Ricky and Lindsay. You'll find that on Facebook group. You'll find that Facebook group in the show notes. And like I said, it's completely open to anyone and everyone. Lastly, we have uh, podcast sponsors, which I need to let you know about. We have Jump 4.2, which is my coaching program specifically designed for fit, group fitness enthusiasts. So if you do group fitness classes, if you take part in group fitness classes, if you're an instructor of group fitness classes, this program is designed with you and minds. What we look to do is connect the mindset between your training and nutrition and work towards the goals that we will set out on a one-to-one basis and then you can join in the group process. So we have our own online learning and educational platform that will take you through the 12 weeks we have our facebook group which is where people will hang out it's our private jump 4.2 facebook group where there are over 200 people who have already gone through this and now work to help and support each other and just for these podcasts of 32 and 32 there is a discount code attached 
that will give you a 100 point discount from the advertised price so on the link that will take you straight to that discount if it doesn't the discount code is podcast discount all capital all one word that's podcast discount all capital all one word uh, so you can check that out and there's obviously information for you to read on the show notes and then our biggest sponsor is podium for sport podium for sport are one of northern ireland's top sports retailers uh, they operate right in the center of belfast and they specialize in sports equipment sports products sports clothing for schools commercial gyms and home gym fit outs you can check out their website www.podiumforsport.com you can see them on all the social media platforms podium for sport pretty much just one word and they will pop up they have a massive massive influence and platform on their twitter and their facebook please do check them out and i have a special relationship with putting for sport because they're also sponsoring me on my expedition and my iron man this may 2020 in lanzarote so they're helping me out with a lot of kits a lot of equipment and a lot of support so a personal thank you from me to podium for sports and lastly just before i pass you on to the episode it would mean a lot to me and the podcast guests when you listen to this any feedback you have it means so much um, we love it when you screenshot things and put it on social media especially instagram stories because what that does it helps spread the message even more so if there's something that you like and you can share it with another person it really is the whole point of why i started doing podcasts in the first place but it's really really why i wanted to do these this special 32 and 32 because if you're going to listen to this instructor myself as a group fitness professional and what we're chatting about if it resonates with you it is going to resonate with somebody else who's perhaps in the same position as you so we really really do appreciate it when you like share comment feedback whatever it is means an awful lot that is me done with the introduction. We can now dive in to the great content. Hope you enjoy the Ricky Long Podcast 32 in 32. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Ladies and gents, it is the Ricky Long Podcast 32 in 32. And today is a really, really special day because we have our first ever guest from Brazil. It is group fitness instructor. Andrea Brito. Yay! <laughs> Did I get, was that okay? Andrea Brito. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, Andrea, I'm so, 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 so excited to have you on. I'm not going to do a disservice to anybody else who's been on the podcast, but simply because you're from Brazil and you teach in Brazil, I want to know what group fitness land looks like in Brazil. Um, so I'm really, really you know, compared to the UK, where a lot of people who listen to this podcast will be. Um, so, you know, just tell us, tell us a little bit about you and what you do in group fitness land. Um, and yeah, just tell us a bit about you. All right. Well, well, first, I already told you that, but sorry in advance for my English. I'm a little bit rusty. So <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best here. I didn't want to miss the opportunity because I listen to your podcast. I'm always listening. And I thought it would be a great value for your audience to know how, how things work here. Because uh -huh. I, I worked in Dublin for two years as a 
group fitness instructor. That's where I met you actually. Yeah. And and it's a big difference from here. So I thought it would be nice to chat about the difference between Absolutely. Brazil and, and, and Ireland. Uh, well, Dublin, because I only been there, but I think it's yeah. a little bit similar everywhere okay. around there. So to give people context, when what years were you in Dublin living? From 2016 to 2018. So I've been back to Brazil uh, for two years now. Uh-huh. And did you do fitness before you left Brazil or did you learn it all yeah. in Dublin? Or? No, actually, I've been working in the fitness industry since 2001. Okay. So I'm 36 now. I graduated. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I didn't realize. Yeah. You look, yeah. you look like Thank 20, you. like a 24 year old, just like me. Oh, thank <laughs> you very much. And <laughs> uh, so I went to college when I was 20 and in Brazil, it's a four year college. It's a physical education college. And once you are done with the college, you are technically able to teach whatever you want. You can actually be a PT or you can teach a group fitness class. But in real life, we know that you are not ready actually for a specific class or a specific subject. So uh, I finished uh, in 2004. And then I went for a specialization in cardiology and I've been working with group fitness in, uh, as a group fitness instructor and a PT with a focus on wellness and well-being. And, and that's where I'm, where I'm focused now. Mm-hmm. So I went to Dublin. Uh, I was 32, I think. Yeah, 32. I, I, I've been never teach it in English before so it was not my first language but I had the lucky to get there and one month later I was already working in a in a gym that teach with with less meals and the the gym actually provide the course that they paid for the course so I went for body attack CX work and body balance and I teach it for two years and it was actually great and one of the best experience i've had in the group fitness industry uh, we have less meals here in brazil now we didn't before i went to dublin we didn't have uh but it's still not a big thing you know it's like mm-hmm. it it's it, it been growing for the next the, the the past uh two or three years and but we have like in all of the gyms we have uh group fitness classes like dance here dancing here is a big thing so we have mm-hmm. like four or five types of dancing classes and uh spinning classes here in brazil it's now a trendy you have those uh gyms that are only for cycling i don't know what they are i had there uh, yeah we, we would have like well. we'd like boutique cycle studios they're mainly yeah, in london yeah that's it yeah, yeah there, there's not too many of them outside of london um like in sao paulo it's a big thing now. yeah okay yeah it is so it's really trendy and lesmu is it's grow, grow, growing a lot for the past few years but i haven't been teaching lesmu's classes since i came back from dublin okay. and i missed them a lot yeah but i've been teaching aqua classes and spin classes and pilates and everything that they offer here and working as a personal training as well yeah Oh, like I, I could just, I could listen to your story all day. So like you started in 2001 and, you know, obviously you've been through 
the fitness industry in Brazil, and then you've seen a little bit of it in, in Dublin, Ireland. You know, I will say to the podcast listeners, the fitness industry in, in Dublin is actually very, very different to the fitness industry in the UK. Um, just there's a whole lot, just a different way of living, different way of working, and how the industry looks in terms of freelance classes. There's actually not a lot of that in Dublin, whereas in the UK there would be. Um, so it, yeah. there is a, a big difference. Um, but just to, you know, to catch up to to now what you're doing now. So you say you, you're PTing and you're teaching classes at the moment. So what does... I'm not listening to you very well. Uh, so it's just, the, yeah, the connection. Sorry. Um, so what does your fitness yeah. business look like now? You say you're teaching classes now and you're doing personal training. Yeah. Ex- well, well, right now I would say I work 80% as a personal training and 20% as a group fitness instructor. I, I teach around three or four classes a week only because uh-huh. uh, in Brazil, if you want to actually live uh, with the fitness industry, you have to work as a VT. Okay. Uh, the group fitness instructor uh, gets paid uh, like three or four times less than a VT for hour. Uh-huh. So uh, even if, well, I'm living in Sao Paulo, it's one of the most expensive cities in the world. So is it or I, I, to, I wouldn't even know that. Yeah, okay. It is. It's really expensive. Uh, so I teach around nine classes of VT for, per day and one class and one group fitness class per day because I really, really enjoy teaching group fitness classes. I, I like the, the energy. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I can't leave it. It's really, yeah. really my thing. Excellent, excellent. So, again, just for the listeners, I just want to, you know, you've said Sao Paulo is a, a expensive place to live. How much? You don't have to say how much your personal training sessions cost. You yeah, can sure. if you want, but roughly, how much does a PT session cost, and how much is a class? Yeah. So, as a group fitness instructor, you would get paid around forty reais per hour. And what what would that be? All right, I'm going to translate that um and convert, or convert that in fact convert yeah i would say nearest it's around um I'm, less than 10 i'm searching for what what's your currency sorry i'm so i'm so bad at this it's reais it's yeah. like r-e-i-s so you, and how much did you say you get paid for a class 40 40 so to translate that the uk sterling right now today that is saying seven pounds 25 yeah and what would a personal training session be around 150 per hour Okay, 150 and that would translate to about 27 pounds sterling yeah um so that is probably the same in the uk it's somewhere around there you know obviously some some pts might charge more some pockets of the world might charge yeah. more but i would say group fitness wise you're definitely below um so our group fitness classes would come in roughly at 100 and th- i'm just doing a quick mass here about 120 yeah. brazilian real what hey did ice. you call it yeah hey ice hey ice <laughs> say it again yeah that's not yeah hey hey ice. Ice. yeah oh yeah. check me out check me out <laughs> i'm so cultured i'm so good at this <laughs> You are, you are. Yeah, you know, the thing is, uh, well, I'm, I'm always talking about doubling when, in, in, when it comes to my experience uh, in, in, in Ireland. Uh, in Dublin, you would uh, live like a good life with mm-hmm. that salary. In yeah. Brazil, 40 reais per hour, it's like you wouldn't be able to 
pay rent and mm -hmm. have a car. And so the cost of living when you compare it to the currency here, it's, it's like insane. You would have to make a lot of money to, to, I, to have a good life. I live mm -hmm. in a good neighborhood. Like I have my car and it's, it's okay, but you have to pay for uh, health insurance and you have to pay if you want to live in a neighborhood that is actually safe. Uh, you know, Brazil, it's not everywhere that it's actually safe to okay. live. And you would have to pay for a good education. You have to pay for everything. You know, you don't have, the, the government doesn't provide a lot. So you have to make a lot of money in order to have a, a, a decent life, you know. So for groupness, uh, if you, if you want to be a group fitness instructor, you would have to work in one of those boutiques, mm -hmm. uh, cycling uh, gyms that paid uh, like 80 reais per hour. It's yeah. a good, good salary. Yeah. But you wouldn't be able to teach like four or five spinning classes a day and still no. go for your PT client. So it is, it is different. My, I, I felt that in Dublin, I could actually work less and have uh, more quality of life than in Brazil. You know, that's the main difference for me. You can actually work for living and no, not living for work, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm just I'm 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 fascinated. I'm gonna ask you a difficult question. Is the fitness industry in your eyes better for you in Brazil or is it better in Dublin? Well, for me, when it comes to quality of life, and I, I really, really treasure that in Dublin uh -huh. it was a little bit easier. And not because of the gym. I, the gym that I work uh, used to pay 10 euro per class, uh, per hour, actually. It didn't matter if it was a group fitness class or if I was in the gym floor working with inductions or, uh, well, in the reception or something like that. So I, I was not paid, like, really well because I knew that there were a lot of uh, gyms in Dublin that paid, like, 20 reais per hour for a, gym, a group fitness class mm -hmm. so i knew that but even so i could live well i could like go for i don't know go around the ireland in the weekend so i could go travel for somewhere else with the money that i that i would be paid for eight hours only and here in brazil i have to work like my first pt classes at half half five in the morning and my last PT classes is around 8 p.m. Uh -huh. So you have to work like crazy in order to be able to travel and have whatever you want. Okay. So yeah. in, in, when I looked that way, it was easier in Dublin. But here, of course, because I'm, I'm from here and all of my education is from here, it's much easier for me to be recognized uh, like professionally. Okay, uh, yeah. Dublin, I had to start early, so in that mm -hmm. way, it's easier for me here. Absolutely, and so you say you're in Sao Paulo. Um, describe Sao Paulo because you know I don't know much about it other than you know the a good football team which produces a lot of good Brazilian footballers. Um, and but, they all go to Europe to play. Yes, yeah. none of them stay here. Yeah. Yeah. They, they go back to finish there. Um, yeah, yeah, so, that's it. 
so you know you can use Dublin kind of you know a, a lot of people who listen to this will at least appreciate Dublin is oh, how many people live in Sao Paulo what's the industry like in general there oh my god it's around I wouldn't know I have to check that on Google but it's I would say millions and millions <laughs> I want to check it Sao Paulo population 12 0.18 million and the Dublin population is according to Google is 1.3 million so that's uh, it's quite a difference in people and obviously infrastructure it is, yeah. It is. Uh, yeah Sao Paulo it's like the center of everything in Brazil it's okay. the center of the economy it's the center of all of the good restaurants good places good everything I would say if I have to compare uh, it's like London, if you think yeah. about it. It's, mm -hmm. it's it's the biggest biggest city in São Paulo. We don't have like beaches around here. It's not like Rio de Janeiro. So mm -hmm. it's all about money and it's all about business and it's all about education and good places to go, and, like great culture, great museums and everything. So I love São Paulo and Dublin's like living in the countryside. <laughs> yeah like it is really nice to walk around uh i would i, I didn't have a car in dublin because i didn't need one because everything was so close and mm -hmm. everything was so easy to do uh in São paulo sometimes i i have a class six kilometers from here from my my house and it takes me around an hour and a half to get there because of the traffic it's insane it's really insane and uh, but it offers you whatever you want, so mm -hmm. it's a great experience living here and uh, I don't know, it's really, really the opposite of living in Dublin. My sister lives in Dublin, she is here now for vacation and every time she comes here she's like, oh my god, how, how do you handle this city, it's like, it's too much. All right. So yeah, because there, there is the thing that it's kind of dangerous, you have to worry where are you walking? How are you like using your cell phone? That the kind of things didn't worry me at all when I lived in Dublin. So mm. I don't know. It has its ups and downs, and it all depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for uh, a life like a hundred miles per hour, you would <laughs> come to São Paulo. So tell me about your personal training business. Um, you're obviously quite a busy personal trainer. How many sessions, how many clients do you have? What type of person do you deal with? So around, I've, I would say I teach around seven or eight classes a day, mm -hmm. uh, eight sessions a day. And I started uh, when I finished college and I did my specialization. I started mainly with clients that had like heart conditions or uh, old, um, old people that have trouble walking or trouble well all of the troubles you can imagine I've been working with mm -hmm. and I really like the, the, the wellness area the health area so it was really nice but then when I came back from Dublin well obviously I need money so I started to open the field and started to work with all of the people that come search me and it was actually great to see how wellness and health are not uh, only related to to a disease or something, or, or not having a disease or preventing a disease, and it's also related to your 
uh, how, how are you feeling today? Are you happy? Are you sad? Or do you feel pretty? Do you, do you feel self-confident about yourself? So I started to look at the, 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 the industry in a different way and see, like, I can actually work with wellness and health, not actually treating a disease or treating a condition. I can actually work to make people feel good about themselves and it's nowadays I have I still have my clients from before I went to Dublin they all came back to me oh but yeah now I also work with people that yeah yeah they came back to me ah, good and I also work with people that actually are just wanting to get fit and get thin or get stronger and I open my 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 I think I actually opened my eyes to to not only treat disease or prevent disease as mm -hmm. a wellness area or a health area. Yeah, that's obviously important. You know, the whole prevention better than cure angle. It's it's the best thing to solve most problems because you're not solving a problem, you're preventing a problem. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously health and fitness can do such a, a part of that. Um, so you obviously PT is the main thing that you do. And would you say group fitness classes just kind of, you know, subsidize that and that, you know, yeah, you know, group, uh, the, the classes make me feel, I, I don't know how it, it's going to sound, but it makes me feel power, powerful. Cause I feel that the power I have to transform the mood of someone that comes to my class feeling I don't know, feeling down for some reason or feeling like shit because they had a shitty day and the power to transform that through my class, through the music, through whatever uh, it's going on in the class. Uh, it's really like, I feel amazing. That's why I can't stop teaching for fitness classes because mm -hmm. uh, I know as a PT, I have this power as well, but in a group fitness class, uh, the energy, the music makes all of the difference. And so when I have someone leaving my class and saying, oh, I feel so much better than when I came came in. So it's like so rewarding that I I, I don't want to leave group fitness classes because of that. Yeah, totally. There's this, there's this unfair pressure because um, of kind of social media and where the world is to say like, I teach group fitness classes because I love helping people and I love helping others get these results. And yes, that might be true, but there is something about teaching a group fitness class where, you know, you're the man, you're the woman, you're, you're, you know, you're the That's leader it. of this boat, leader of the boat. You're the captain of this boat. It's kind of <laughs> like, it is that feeling of, you know, self-esteem and self-confidence and, you know, use the word, use the word power. And I completely agree with that. It is that, you do feel powerful because you're taking these people through this this experience of this 30-minute yeah. class, 60-minute class. And it doesn't matter whether it's a Les Mills class, a, a cycle class, a, an aqua class. It doesn't yeah. really, really matter. Yeah. It, and then what it allows you to do as the group fitness instructor is, yes, they will feel better, but you'll also get that feeling of fulfillment in yourself. That's it, yeah. yeah. You describe it. Yeah, and tell us, do you find that teaching group fitness classes helps your PT business in terms of oh, getting clients? Or yeah, for sure, that's another selfish reason I uh -huh. I still do that because all I I I would say around sixty percent of my new clients since I came back from Dublin 
they came from uh, my group fitness classes. They loved my classes and they came after class and asked me to be their personal trainer. Mm -hmm. So it is really important for me as a business uh, to keep doing that, to keep in touch with the clients, to keep uh, actually, because I need to teach the classes, I have to keep studying and keep doing courses around the subject so it makes me a better pt for sure yeah so i think it's really i well i we're not talking about that but there are a lot of uh professionals here in brazil that they work as a fitness instructor in the gym floor uh because uh, they want to get more clients because it's mm -hmm. easier than the group fitness classes uh, okay, yeah. but for myself it's it's really uh a better way to get through them to uh, the group fitness class. And if we're talking just, just to, for, as a curiosity, if we talk about the fitness instructor that work in the gym floor, you would get paid a lot less than a group fitness uh, instructor. You would get paid around 15 euro oh, reais okay. per hour. As opposed so to 40, yeah. Okay. Around, yeah, it would be yeah. around, I don't know, three pounds. Four. Yeah, yeah, very, very low wage, yeah. Like that. But if, yeah, in Brazil, it's really actually mandatory to have a fitness instructor in the gym floor all the time and mm -hmm. to to give all of the, the clients uh, induction and, and keep following them. So it's a little bit different. I don't know. Well, in Dublin, in the gym that I work, uh, it was not mandatory that we would be in the gym floor all the time. Okay. So, yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's just, Andrew, you, you know, you've totally kind of backed me up with some of the things I say about, you know, PTs and like one of the easiest ways as a PT, and I'll use the, I use the word easy on purpose to yeah, get clients is. is to teach group fitness classes. Because you, you said yourself, you said 60% of your clients probably yeah. have come from group yeah. fitness. And it's because, you know, when you teach that class, if you teach a class well and competently, people start to buy into you. So it's, if they're looking for a personal trainer, they're only going to ask you. They're not asking somebody yeah. else because they already yeah. trust you. And I mean, you said it's 40 high AS for a class. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you think you're getting you're actually getting paid to teach a class. Oh, oh hello, who's that, who's that? Sorry, sorry. I love it, I love it. This is uh, Freddy. He's actually outside, but you can hear. <laughs> uh, so he looks like your dog, actually. Oh, really? Is a wee lass Apsu? Yeah. I lo yeah, I love it, I love it. Um, I'll bring him later. Yeah, so what I was saying is, is you're getting paid seven or eight euros, sorry, seven or eight high S for this opportunity to market yourself and business yourself. So if you're doing say 10 classes a week, you're going to, I'm going to kind of use UK money here. If you were getting paid the equivalent, you would be getting paid, uh, say 10 classes a week, about 80 pounds a week to go and advertise yourself. Yeah, that's it. To potentially 100, 200 people every single week. Whereas if you were to pay 80 pounds a month to market yourself, 
nobody would even click that advert on social media. Nobody would look at that billboard. Like it's such a great way to market yourself. For the fact you get, the fact you get paid for it is a bonus. The fact you get to do your own exercise during it is an absolute bonus. But first and foremost, it's part of your overall business. And I think uh, it is. You know, it's really nice that you've said that, and you know that's a that's not just a UK thing. That works. (laughs) Works everywhere. It works everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Awesome. Ah, oh, just I could chat so much. Just find out about Brazilian culture, and but like, um, your English is fantastic. By the way, it doesn't sound oh, like it's been two you, years. <laughs> thank you. I was really insecure. I was like, I'm not gonna accept the, the invitation. I was like, no, no, it's too much for me to talk for thirty minutes in English now. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, your English is certainly a lot better than my Portuguese, other than me saying. <laughs> Hiatus. <laughs> You're all getting good. there. You're I'll, getting I'll, there. Of one word. <laughs> You're getting there. Um. So yeah, you just kind of take this question, this topic, where you want what what type of frustrations exist in the the fitness industry for you? You know, in Brazil or maybe further than that. I would say uh, salary mm-hmm. first of all, because I would love to live as a fitness instructor in the gym, like teaching only body, uh, group, group, group fitness classes, but it's impossible here. They don't value that much. They don't actually uh, look at you as a tool to make people healthy or uh, bring health to the population. So I think we are underpaid here. That's the main thing. And, and also I used to think, well, when I came back, I used to teach like three or four classes in a row, uh, group fitness classes. And I didn't have like a 15 minutes break between the classes. It's like always four hours in a row teaching one class. Uh, And it's really exhausting. And I don't think the the owners stop to think about it. I don't know the environment that they create. Because if I'm really tired by the end of the third class, my fourth class is not going to be that great. So uh-huh. they don't think a lot uh, about the experience they, they are trying to create. They think more about how much money will they make or how much uh, classes you can teach in, in that period of time. Uh, so I would say they don't value the professional of the fitness mm-hmm. area enough here. Yeah. That's the main point. Yeah, it's come up quite a few times in the podcast and what we do as a community, I'm, I'm calling us now, we kind of, we all do feel undervalued. Um, and I do know fine rightly, if I were to sit down and do a podcast with a, a general manager of the gym, they would say, oh, we really do value our group fitness instructors. Um, but so many different things kind of come up, you know, every, and I'm sure you'll agree with some of these, everything from microphones working, the pay. Yeah the air conditioning in the room, the condition of the room, what weights they're using, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, we all have these little, sorry, these things that we don't as that community feel valued. And I love what you said is actually the first time that's come up is, you know, classes being back to back to back because it, it does. The obvious thing is it destroys us trying to teach these classes. We're just exhausted, but it actually, it doesn't allow for smooth, um, you know, changeovers and transitions from class to class, which actually affects the member experience. Yeah. 
Yeah. They all, we are always getting like members waiting for the next class uh -huh. and the members that were in the class, like they are all like kind of, oh my God, they're, they're all here looking at us, waiting to get in. And that bothers us a lot. Like, yeah. oh, all right, what can I do? <laughs> and you know, if I finish the class five minutes earlier to, in order to have time to manage uh, the entrance and the other, mm -hmm. the other members getting out, they were like, yeah, but the classes was till was to be until five, and you were starting, and you were finishing earlier. So, so you can't win. That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You can't win, and and also sometimes I see that, I think it's changing a little bit here in Brazil. I don't know about there, but I I think even the clients, the members, they don't value enough. Like they don't they don't see us as a a, a tool to get them there or get them to feel better and healthy, healthier. They only see us as a, a group fitness instructor that is there to amuse them or to, I don't know, to, to make them happier for some reason, but they don't actually get it that we can also help them in everything else, like for health uh -huh. and for wellness. And uh, I think it's changing a little bit here in Brazil, but I always, I'm always at the gym and seeing like members and the clients talking to me about their, their programs and say, Oh no, I know that this is better for me. And I was like, well, if you do that class or that, that exercise, it would be good for you. And they were like, Oh no, I, you know what? I know that that exercise works for me or not. So I see that even the clients, even the members are not like sometimes very open to your knowledge. They all uh -huh. think that because they train for like, Oh, I trained for 10 years now. I know what I'm doing all right then yeah so. there's there's definitely a perception in the industry that you know like group fitness instructors are here and pts are here in terms of knowledge yeah. i appreciate yeah. this as a podcast so group fitness instructors are <laughs> below personal trainers um a lot of that i actually think is is our fault as the group fitness instructor because it's very very easy for us to turn up teach a class and leave and only and give leave. them information about the class um, like I remember the first class I was in and I'll give her a shout out. She was an excellent instructor. She doesn't teach anymore. She's retired. Uh, a lady called Amanda Orr and she used to spend the, you know, the cool down part of her trek, uh, educating people about water and stretching and, you know, nutrition, you know, stuff that has, is it wasn't directly exercise. And I'll never forget because it, I thought it was weird the first time because I'd never heard it. And I mean, I know I should do more of it. Um, but I think that's really, really important for group fitness instructors to give more information. So as w that we're not just looked at as, oh, you know, there's Ruggie, he teaches that class. There's Andrea, she teaches that class. It's like, oh, they've got this yeah. array of knowledge that goes beyond, you know, hovers, planks and squats yeah yeah that's it you're right yeah um so i will what time of the day is it there i didn't i should have asked this at the start uh it's uh let me check here because that's one is wrong it's half half one half one in the afternoon i hope yeah yeah, yeah. good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, good and uh what, what weather do you have at this time of year it's february oh that, well, well yeah it's uh it's summer, 
but we've been having those rainy days that it's actually common but even with the rain now it's around 25 degrees 25 celsius so yeah it's not like that it's in really warm no uh, i know it's cold but even, uh, yeah even if in winter time we would have around 15 16 degrees what? it's never yeah <laughs> It's never like five degrees or four <laughs> degrees. That's disgusting. So it's always, yeah. But you know, uh, in Brazil, we don't have like the, the, the houses prepared for the winter if, as if you, uh, if we have the temperatures that you have there because we don't have like <laughs> heating uh, for, for the, the, I don't know, for the house. It's all cold. So, when it's 15 degrees for us outside, it's 15 degrees for us inside as well. So we're not prepared for, for lower temperatures. So. Oh, I have uh, my sister is here with her boyfriends and he is Irish and he's like, oh my God, what's going on? It's, it's like it's raining outside, but it's 25 degrees and he's sweating all over the face, his face. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or you should come here. I would love to let let's make it happen. Any any Brazil listeners out there who can make this happen, let's come over. Let, let's let's yeah. uh, let's make it happen. I'd love to come over and, and do some work because I was trying to go to Jump Life. Uh-huh. I was checking. Oh really? Checking the the tickets and everything, but it's really expensive. I can now, imagine. So yeah. Like, no, it's not happening now. But well, maybe how, next one. How do you fly from Brazil to UK and Ireland? What what's the flight path? I would have to go to Amsterdam or, well, there. I think I'm not sure for UK, but if I'm going to London, I can go in a direct flight. It's a 12 okay. hours flight. Uh-huh. But for Dublin, for Ireland, I would have to stop somewhere else in oh. order to get there. It's around 15 hours. Well, the, the next the next jump live is either going to be August or October, so um, we can start looking at oh, those. Oh, let live. me know so I yeah, start <laughs> yeah. looking at. So I always finish the podcast with a couple of standard questions and ask people about you know what books are you reading now or recently, and who would you recommend them for? All right, I'm reading Mindset. Uh, I think it's the same name for you. Yeah, Mindset by Carl Dweck. Yeah, Yeah. great book. Yeah. Well, I would recommend for every fitness instructor, every group fitness instructor, it's actually changing the way I see things. So it's been a really, really good reading. And it's been making me think about the way I look at the industry and I look at my classes and actually helping my clients to try to make them they change the way they they see themselves and yeah. well they training as well oh uh, it's just an incredible book um i try and read it uh you know kind of at least once a year um this year i'm actually going to do an audiobook of it um just because i'm not fast at reading it tends to take me a long time <laughs> i will consume a lot of books but uh, a lot of audiobooks rather so that is definitely on my list um, any items, what items of a hundred pound or less give you great value? You know, a hundred pounds for me, it's a lot of money. Okay, so <laughs> it's uh, around 
500 AIs or something like that. Okay, yeah. No, it's okay. But if I had to think about AIs, 500 AIs, I would say just have a dinner with my friends and I would spend in food for sure. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I've absolutely loved having you on this podcast for so many reasons. Obviously, we've connected via text messages and WhatsApp messages and our, and our jump group. Um, but it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, where can people follow you on social media? Where's the best place? Instagram. Uh-huh. It's Andrea <laughs> Wellness and Fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me there. Perfect. I'll link that all into the show notes. Um, right. But listen, thank you very, very much for coming on. Oh, thank you, Richard, for everything, actually, for all the help you've been giving to all of us. You're very, very welcome. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for listening. All the links are in the show notes of this. Please connect. Please send your love. Please send your feedback. And I'll catch you on the next episode. You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.